This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. Regional Roundup with Leslie Lopez, regional correspondent with The Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. Money of M89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. Lots coming up on the show. We've got some of our interviews of the day. Uh, but for now, we're going to take a look at some of the stories from around the region. Malaysia going into a shock as the announcement came that Hari Raya Adil Fitri will be celebrated a day earlier. Were you confused? I, I was, actually. Plus, there was a record 30 candidates in a race to be Bangkok's next governor. And we'll try and get the latest on Sri Lanka's crisis. On the line with me this morning is Leslie Lopez, regional correspondent for The Straits Times. Good morning, Leslie. Good morning, Elliot. How are you doing? Not too bad, sir. It's a nice long weekend now that we're back at work, (laughs) feeling a bit sluggish. (laughs) But I want to start by talking about that. I got a bit confused. So, Hari Raya Adil Fitri, it was announced on Sunday evening that Malaysia, Indonesia and Brunei would celebrate it on Monday. And then Singapore stuck to celebrating it on Tuesday. I panicked a bit. I thought I had to come back to work on Tuesday. Thank God. Don't we usually celebrate this on the same day? How was the reception like? Typically, to start with, people were clearly taken by surprise with the announcement. They had this tradition of citing the moon before deciding on mm. which when to declare Hari Raya. So uh, this time around, surprisingly, they decided the moon. And so they decided to go with Raya a day earlier than had been planned or had been anticipated before. And uh, this also follows Saudi, I believe, that declared Raya on the same day. So clearly these countries have uh, taken the lead from Saudi, which is what many here suspect. But, you know, while there was taken by surprise, people quickly got into the mood. It's the first time in two years that Muslims are actually going back to their hometowns to celebrate Raya. So big thing, huge celebrity mood, especially in towns outside of Kuala Lumpur, the capital, where people have returned. Massive, long, long queues of traffic. So we've seen typically, but I suspect this is going to go on for the rest of the week and people will only start coming back to the city and back to work probably early next week. And I'm so happy, you know, for my Muslim friends that they're able to celebrate. I mean, two years, it's been so hard. Exactly. Uh, and now yeah. this is happening. And the best part is, in Singapore, if you intended to travel to, say, I don't know, Johor, you were able to do so by taking public buses or the cross-border taxis because those services resumed. What's the reception been so far, I mean, especially in Johor? I mean, has business picked up there? Well, you know, it's very encouraging. You know, close to 280,000 travellers have departed Singapore from Malaysia mm. on Friday, which is April 29th, alone on now Saturday. So clearly people are embracing this reopening very, very well. They really must be delighted that they can get to travel again, you know, go back and do everything from getting supplies to food to allowing to play golf across the causeway. So I'm sure a lot of this is being welcomed. And clearly people in Johobaru businesses have been enjoying this spike of, and the return of this demand you know, that's taking place from Singapore. So good reception and I think people are going to start traveling and like you pointed out, you know, taxis, bus services, you know, these businesses were really hit for a long time. You know? This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now back to our podcast episode. 
elsewhere in Thailand, uh, there are 30 candidates ranging from a firebrand politician to a former office holder dubbed the world's strongest minister. These guys in the race to be Bangkok's next governor. They head to the polls, the residents of the Thai capital heading to the polls on May 22nd. They're going to choose a new governor for the first time in nine years. What's happening here? I mean, first of all, why are there so many candidates and what's the agenda? Well, Bangkok is one of the few places where they do have this governor election. they held every four years, but they've been suspended since the 2014 coup. I think why are we seeing so many candidates? Because politics in Thailand is very fractured at this point, and people are using this governor elections basically as a testing ground, you know, to test the mood of the public. And that's the reason why you have so many candidates. And this mood is being tested ahead of general elections, which are widely expected to be held as early as March next year. So here is basically people taking this barometer, what public mood is going to be, how their political parties, political alliances are going to be accepted by the Thai public, particularly in Bangkok. Uh, Greater Bangkok, you know, is you know, accounts for almost a quarter of GDP in Thailand. So it's a huge place and carries a lot of significance. Mm. Elsewhere in Taiwan, over the May Day holiday, there was a bit of a strike where the Taiwan Railways Administration is concerned. It was an island-wide walkout by employees of the government-owned train operator. Could you give us some background on how this happened? I mean, it was the holiday. I saw an article on this. I have relatives in Taiwan. I know there's not really unhappiness, but there's a lot of anxiety, especially with the way that they're handling the COVID situation is very difficult for them. What are you hearing? Well, you know, COVID is one thing, but here this largely revolves around the dispute to the proposed revamp in the Taiwan Railway Corporation Act. Okay. You know, and unions are unhappy. They're wanting more clarity. The government is touting that, look, this is a great deal on what they plan to do. It will make the Taiwan Railway still a government-owned train operator. But, you know, this dispute revolves around the kind of debt, something like 18, almost 19 billion Singapore dollars. That And how that debt, which is held by the train operator will be handled in the government. So it's really clarity over how this Mm. this new entity that will operate and control the Taiwan railways, how the government plans to move ahead with that. So worker unions want more clarity against the the proposal of the debt. But it's something that uh, clearly uh, we're seeing now uh, unions warming up to the government and the government is also, you know, making concessions for the union. So Looks like this is going to be resolved soon. Good, good. Hopefully there's more communication there. Uh, Leslie, final issue, and it takes us to Sri Lanka. Over the weekend, uh, long queues for diesel and petrol on Monday as pumps ran dry. They've, they've got an energy crisis, an economic crisis. We understand that Sri Lanka has extended its credit line with India by $200 million for fuel. How does this mitigate the fuel crisis there? Is it enough, though? And the thing is that it really is very, very sad to see what's happening there. All we can hope for is that these lifelines provided by countries like India and now the, I think, uh, multilateral agencies like the IMF are stepping in. Mm. We just hope that this thing will be resolved soon. But at this point in time, the queues for fuel remain long and people are really, really unhappy. And, you know, this hardship is just worsening in Sri Lanka. No one's seeing any real light at the end of the tunnel here. Yeah. And I think the government is really facing this paralysis and uh, strikes, uh, protests, 
seem to continue, and I don't think this is going to end anytime soon. I really hope things improve there. Leslie Lopez, regional correspondent for The Straits Times with me this morning. Leslie, appreciate your time as always. Take care and stay safe. Thank you, mate. Thanks. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.